man. Well situated. Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. I'm sorry. Here you go. Just, uh, no, you look like you look comfortable as fuck like right a now. Boss. <laughs> you I gotta get closer. I just move my foot. The space away. Be like, what you talking about, Seth? Oh wow. Look got, at this. I got a whole little system. You got a system there. Do you still have the sweet. lights on? Do you still have the lights on on the chair? No, you turned them off. The lights on the chair? Yeah, you had the LEDs turned on. See the little button on your right next to the cup holder on your right, your other right? Oh, yeah. See down the little there? button? So, oh, oh no, that's no, the no, that's my that, feet. Not that button. Next to the cup holder. Yes. Just press that button. Oh, I didn't even know there was a button there. Yeah. Oh, that turns that. those lights on. Okay. Yeah. It's not like a is there like a heating element in there? No. Because that's no, what no. like that makes me think, like be like, oh I could put my like coffee and it'll like heat it up. No, if you press and hold it, it changes color. Uh oh ooh. Oh, ooh. Yeah, and it's at your feet. I like that. It's at your feet, too. What's at my feet? Uh, an LED light. Oh, yeah? Like, I can see blue light at your feet. Oh, there, that's right? hot. That's yeah. hot. Broadcasting live. We're not live. From Studio B. No. In St. Pete. No, you're fucking... Did I screw up the name? All of it. You God fucked damn it, it. You fucked it up from the beginning. All right, what is it? We are... Um, broadcasting from we're not really broadcasting yeah we're broadcasting we're recording okay recording uh, live from <laughs> no no live live to tape live to tape we're recording in the satellite studio in st pete satellite studio in st pete yeah satellite studio b in st pete no not studio no b? b just no. satellites just... satellite handles the b part oh right yeah i guess so that you makes just sense. say the satellite studio in st pete satellite if studio you want to church it up a little bit you can say the seth sullen satellite studio in st pete see that's a lot of s's that's though. a lot of s's the more seth s's you can get sullen's the satellite Sut- studio yeah in, in st pete. pete okay yeah that's good man that's good I feel this is good, man. You, like it, it takes a minute to like kind of get organized, but like I like the setup. This I setup like, is good. This is a good setup. I see you clearly. We're in comfy chairs. Yeah. This is good, man. I'm I'm lounging. I'm not sitting up. Yeah, yeah. You're more. You're com- really lounging. Yeah, this is good. Like I kind of want to kick my feet up. Like uh, you should have a beer. You want a beer? I should. You're actually like so like blocked into that chair now yeah, with all the equipment. I can't really get out. <laughs> you probably should have thought about the beer before. Yeah, because I can't get my coffee. Or you can't anything, get your coffee. So why don't Why don't you do that? What you want your get coffee? My coffee? Here, I can get up easier than you. Can I'll you? get up. Yeah. All why right. don't you just Why don't you just regale the listeners with a nice soliloquy or something while i go get you your your drinks all right ten four. so uh so this is nice i got a great little setup here and uh very happy to be in our satellite studio today to bring you this episode of technically directors with kyle and seth uh we have had so much going on lately in the world of politics we don't talk about politics here on this show but uh thank you sir look at that all right you got a beer i got coffee that's fine that works. Well, i need a koozie um so we're not going to spend a lot of time on that, but you know we would be remiss not to mention what is happening in this world of politics. See, Organized. It, there you go. It's like I've rubbed off on you. All right, this is good. You're man. using using high dollar words. Yeah. Like remiss. Remiss. Yeah. Ascertain. Yeah. Hey, uh, when I get back home tonight, I'm going to start. I've got everything ready and out, ready to go. I'm going to start. Uh, I'm going to make a thing of chili that I'm going to bring into work tomorrow. How does that help me? Well, I, I guess you're off tomorrow, so I guess it doesn't. But yeah, also, at, sorry work, about that. at work we have this puppy now. Oh, yeah, I heard yeah, about that. Max so the Max puppy. Max is in town, yeah. He lives at the station on Fridays. <laughs> oh, really? So I'll never see him. Oh, that's just one day a week? Yeah, just one day a week. Oh. Yeah, because he's being trained right. to be a support dog. So I'll see him tomorrow. That. You'll see him. Is he only in the mornings, though? I thought I heard... Well, he's just... on TV in the mornings. He's got a little pin set up in the studio. Okay. And he's got two of he's got two cameras ready for him. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, And a light. 
Like, um, yeah. Do we have a separate camera? Like we've got a separate two of them. Two of them. What, what are they? There's a robotic one and there's a handheld one sitting over there. Okay. So you can take little shots of Max while he's taking naps. Which what are the, what are the names? So I should know for tomorrow. What do we? Oh, I'm sure you, they'll brief you on all that. Oh, okay. It's probably in an email. I don't know off the top of my head. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, gotcha. I built you some stuff. What did you build? I built a. Um, uh, you can put font over video in a monitor now. Ooh. Yeah. Fancy. Yeah. Mitch came in and asked on Thursday. Um, after the eight o'clock, yeah. if I could do something like, he said, he said, is it possible to do it? And I said, we don't have anything for it, but it's not impossible to do. Okay. And I said, let me work on it. Yeah. So I, I just, I made that for him really quick. Wow. So there's, there's something for your, for your stuff there. I'll play around with that. Very have, nice. Have fun with that. Cool. Look at that. While you're eating your chili and playing with the dog. Yeah. I, well, I'm going to bring that chili in tomorrow. I've been requested since I've had uh, so much time off on my hands this week. Shane was like, you should make some chili. Well, you're bring off on in. weekends, so. so you can make chili on the weekend, and you can bring it in on Monday when I'm there. Oh, yeah. And then I can eat the chili. I can try that too next time. Yeah, yeah. it's November. I want to eat chili often. Uh, you know, I, we talked about last time, like, having a plan. Yeah. I don't really have one. Okay. But All right. <laughs> I will say, I do want to talk more about The Mandalorian. Okay. Because um, the first episode, we talked about it a little bit. It was it was fine. Yeah. I told you about the things that kind of took me out of it. Um. The second episode, which I heard was better, mm-hmm. was worse. Is this the one with the baby Yoda? Or was he in the first episode? He's at the end of the first episode. Okay. And we're calling him baby Yoda. <laughs> like he's baby Yoda. He looks like a Yoda, but he is not yeah. Yoda, correct? And, and Yoda's, well, I don't, well, here's the thing. Well, because this takes place after Jedi. So... It does. Thank you for pointing that out, because that's what I was going to point out next. Like yeah. the timeline. It's, it's, it's like five or six years after Return of the Jedi. Exactly, yeah. So... However, in the first episode, there's a guy present that is dressed as the people as the people on Camino where they did the cloning. Okay. So there is a fan theory already that this is a Yoda clone. Maybe it's a clone of Yoda. A cloda. <laughs> Stupid. That was awesome. <laughs> How are you the first person that came up with that? That's awesome. Let's I call it, from now on his name is Cloda. Thank you. That's what we're calling him. That was great. <laughs> okay. Like, let's start making memes right now All right. of, of Cloda. 10-4. Cloda, little Cloda. Now, don't get me wrong. This little Cloda? Yeah. Cute. That, I've seen the pictures. That's all Super yeah. cute. Okay, right, right. Okay. right. Um, so anyway, yeah. And, and, and in Star Wars, Yoda's species doesn't have a name. And in all of Star Wars... In the canon, it's the only there, one that it was looks... him. There was one other one on, uh, like in the prequels. There's a there's like a female Yoda on the council. I don't even know if she has any lines oh, really? or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So, like when they're going around like Mace Windu and stuff, when they're all talking, right exactly. There, there's another. Yeah. Okay, I didn't even notice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Huh. So, um, that species doesn't even have a name. Okay. Now, all that aside, the second episode, it's like I don't know. 32 minutes long. Okay. I don't know. Something like that. Short. It could have been five minutes long. Ooh. It's <laughs> mostly just pad. Nothing happened. Nothing happens. And there's there's these, thing, there's these things that do happen that it just takes you out of suspending your disbelief. Right. There's this big fight with the Mandalorian with this big giant like animal, like a big, with a big horn. It looks like kind of like a Rancor and a Rhinoceros mixed together. Okay. And he's having this big fight with her, whatever. And he ends up killing it by just like stabbing it in the neck, and it like instantly falls down dead. 
it just doesn't make sense. It's like, wow. Because it's like a knife, like, you know, like three inches long. It shouldn't have penetrated too far. It probably didn't even got through its skin. Right, right, right. Is, you know, I'm like, okay. Huh. These uh, Jawas, you yeah. remember the Jawas? Yeah. Uh, while he's all fighting this thing, he comes back. No, actually, it's before that. But anyway, he, his ship gets stripped. And when I say stripped, like if you've ever been in a junkyard. Yeah. And a car's up on blocks. Everything's it, No engine, no steering wheel. Like, it gets stripped. The Jawas took all of his stuff. All the Mandalorian stuff. Yeah. Okay. So he goes to the Jawas, and he's trying to get his stuff back, and they want him to kill that animal I was talking about before. Right. And so he and this little Nick Nolte guy... It's Nick Nolte. It's interesting. <laughs> oh, is there, it, like, he, actually Nick Nolte? It's Nick Nolte. Oh, and, wow. Like, I, he seemed familiar. Yeah. But, you know, you wouldn't be like, Nick Nolte, because he's, like, three foot tall. It's like this thing. But it's actually Nick Nolte, okay. which, is, which is neat. Interesting. Um, they get the stuff back. Spoiler alert. They get the stuff back. They put this ship back together, and I don't know, two days or something? I don't know, because you don't see. But it goes from being stripped to being able to go fly in space. Huh. And it's like, that's, like, it's just Seems lazy. Seems like there should have been more work it's, into that. It's, it's lazy, you know? It's just lazy. Are you holding any particular grudge because of the director and writer of this said series? No. And let me tell you something. Let me say something nice about John Favreau. Oh, okay. One of my favorite Mark movies. Mark this down, peeps. <laughs> One of my favorite movies is the original Iron Man. Okay. And he directed that. Correct. And I think he wrote it. Uh, probably partly, yeah. Yeah. I think he wrote it. Okay. I think he's the writer. That movie's phenomenal. It's a great movie. And, you know, the sun shines on a dog's ass every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And that's what that is. It's, like, it's the same with J.J. Abrams. Okay. The, um, let's see, the, the, the Star Trek reboot. Yeah. That was a great movie. I love that first movie. I love that movie. That's the only thing he really did that I think is great. Okay. John Favreau, Iron Man. That was great. Okay. I didn't need him in it. Aside from his bit part in Rudy. I haven't seen that. Okay. But I didn't need him <laughs> I didn't need him in Iron Man. Right, 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 right. So this is quickly becoming the John Favreau hate podcast. <laughs> we should change the name. Yeah. But this Mandalorian stuff is Technically Favreau. <laughs> Technically Favreau. <laughs> I'm full of them today. Yeah. Anyway, go on. I'm just not impressed with this show wow. at all. And you'd think like having something be as, as highly anticipated and promoted as this show has been, you know, launching with Disney plus the whole deal that it would be amazing. Yeah. I mean, I've heard now on the side note, and I, I didn't, have yet I to didn't, see it. I didn't think it would be amazing. You didn't No, because Disney just bought star Wars. They didn't make star Wars. They just bought it. But I've, I've heard some critiques of this show saying like, this is the star Wars that, you know, uh, that it's sh- that, that these new movies should have been incorrect. Okay. So you don't see, you don't see like, I, I mean, it, Production-wise, like as far as like, is it like dark and gritty and like anything? It's more of a, it's more like a spaghetti western. Spaghetti western? I don't understand. You know, like um, the good, the bad, and the ugly. A fistful of dollars for a few dollars more. Um, okay, like just like Clint Eastwood. You know what I mean? Yeah, but Sergio I mean, Leone. Sergio Leone. I don't understand the spaghetti reference. I mean, I've seen some of those. Sergio but... Leone is a uh, Italian director. Okay. And he directed these like epic <laughs> Italian spaghetti. Yeah, he 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 directed these really great westerns okay. like in the sixties and seventies. All right, and they're called spaghetti westerns. The ones that he did in that style, directed you by know, the, the Italian. You know the yeah wah, wah, wah. that that's that's those. Those are good. Yeah, those, those are good. Are the, those are the this most has, memorable ones. This has a more of a spaghetti western feel, okay. which is great. I mean, I like those movies, and that's fine. Um, they do a good job of setting it in the Star Wars 
universe. Okay. You know, but to say this is what the movie should have been, like, no. I mean, The Force Awakens is a decent movie, also J.J. Abrams. Right, right. That is a decent movie. Um, and he's doing this new one coming out next month, right? Is it the him? Rise is it the, him again? I think he came back to do this one, yeah. Because he didn't do the middle one. You know why he didn't do the middle one? Because J.J. Abrams loves to pose questions that seem like there's something deep behind them, mm-hmm. but then he Not never it's... answers them. That's his little trick. Yeah. Just like Lost. I was going to say, wasn't he behind Lost? Yeah. Right. Like How many things these... were unanswered from right, Lost? Right, right. It's just like that. It's, yeah. it's, it's, um, he makes you think that he's smart. It turns out he's not. You can pose these questions, mm-hmm. but if you don't ever answer them, it then doesn't make sense. you're not as smart as you came off, are you? At least Shamalama Ding Dong answered his questions. That <laughs> right, he right. Bruce Willis was dead. I mean, <laughs> he was dead. Yeah. Spoiler alert. There you go. I do love the end of The Village. I got to be honest. I've never saw it. I checked out after Unbreakable. We yeah, talked about right, that. Right, yeah, I know. We, we've had a little discussion about that. That was a nice little twist, though. I got to be honest. It was good. It was good. I did like that. I but. did get caught up. There was a documentary from 2004 uh-huh. uh, about the trilogy, the original trilogy. Okay. And how George Lucas made it and how he, like, bucked against, like, the studio executives and all that stuff. Right, and, right. And the making of it and how it was made and stuff. And that was really interesting. It was, like, three hours long. Ooh. Like, just kind of started it. Yeah. Didn't know how long it was and ended up watching the entire thing last night. It was good. It's good. Nice. I don't remember you, what it's where's called. It? You said it's on YouTube? It's on Disney+. Plus. Oh, Disney+. Plus. Yeah, it's on Disney+. Plus. Oh, like making of a trilogy or something, right? Is that what... It's something like that. Okay, yeah. I, I think I saw that. I do kind of want to watch that... Um, there's like an Imagineering documentary. Yeah, I you think. talked about that. Yeah, yeah like I kind of like all those like the, the behind the scenes of, you know, some of these Disney rides and attractions and things like that, whatever. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued by that, so I would probably watch that. I have to check that out. And uh, did you watch any Jeff Goldblum? The world according. I, I, I did. Really? Yeah, I watched good? the first episode last okay. night. Yeah, it's um, he, dude. So it's about sneakers. The first episode. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it's very Jeff Goldblumy. He's walking around like he's like the host, and he's asking questions and stuff, and he's just super silly. I laughed out loud like seven times. Yeah. At Jeff Goldblum just being Jeff Goldblum. He's just he's a he's yeah, he's ridiculous. He's so unique. Yeah. But he went to the sneaker con. In Cleveland. Okay. And everybody was walking around with wads of cash. Wads of cash. Okay. This guy bought a collection of tennis shoes. I think it was like 30 pair of tennis shoes for like 300 grand. Huh. And he asked the guy, he's like, can I do like a bank transfer with you? And he's like, ah, that's going to be a deal breaker. I need cash. And he's like, all right. He goes, can you guys turn off the camera? Can we do that off camera? It's like, see, he had the damn cash. Was he walking around with like a briefcase? Dude, they, you got to watch it. People came in with duffel bags and they're just pulling out like wads of cash. To buy shoes. To buy shoes. Did you see Adam? No, but Adam has seen this. Okay. And, and he, because he was commenting on, he said his, his take on it, because he saw it before I did, he said that it was very Jeff Goldblumy. He goes, he goes, you know, it's a lot of Jeff Goldblum being Jeff Goldblum. And to me, I'm like, well, then I'm sold. That sounds good. And he said, I liked it. It was about sneakers. Right. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I texted him today. I was like, you must have had a boner the whole time <laughs> you were watching this show. Because it, it was really, really interesting, and the shoes were fantastic. And yeah. I, I, all I could do was think about Adam. Just a bunch of Yeezys just all over the place. <laughs> there were, yeah. A lot of it was Nike stuff. Oh, okay. But, yeah, there were Yeezys, too, I think. Yeah. But yeah, it's good. I mean, if you like Jeff Goldblum, I do like Jeff Goldblum. You, you yeah. should watch it just for you can watch it just for. And the second the second episode is about ice cream. 
Oh, okay. So uh, you can, we can watch Jeff Goldblum enjoy ice cream. That's good. Like, tell me that. Like, hey, I got this show. It's Jeff Goldblum enjoying ice cream. That'd like, be well, fun. Well, where do I find that? I'll watch that. Right, you right. have to pay for it. I'll pay for that. That's fine. PC has been unprotected for 83 days. What is this? I don't want your hepe announcement unbelievable <laughs> so we've speaking of hepe we, <laughs> have we had a discussion about camera shots we've because it's been very it's it's been a very tense situation i've noticed lately what camera shots camera shots yeah you mean hpv yeah yeah all right so we've been playing this game at work on the weekends okay working on the weekends has its pros yes and uh we've been playing title of your sex tape a lot right and right. it happens pretty often the title of your sex tape things come up a lot and, um, so, um, Emily, uh, she's, she's a raunchy girl. It's fun. Yeah, she is. She's fun. She's fun to talk to. Um, we had this conversation, um, whenever, uh, I was ADing the eight, I guess on Monday, it said it didn't, it said like one plus INTH or whatever, Yep. but it was supposed to be what you call, what you refer to as an HPV shot, yes. uh, a horizontal plus vertical. Uh, I don't like that term. No, you do not at HPV. all. HPV. And uh, I think it's disgusting. And um, they all know that. Everybody knows that. So uh, Emily learned that uh, I don't like that term. The next day, I was directing the eight. And uh, I'd gone in and I'd changed all the one plus HPVs <laughs> to one plus, one plus H and V. Okay. And uh, in, in the, the shot column? Yeah. Where she, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And in the newsroom, she says, Seth, are you uh, offended by my HPV? <laughs> awesome and i said you might want to rephrase that rephrase that bit, she yeah. said i said it exactly as i'm in it <laughs> so i was like well it's the title of your sex tape there you go <laughs> offended by my hpv the uh the first day after i told her about this initial hpv shot which stands for horizontal plus vert yeah just say and monitor right yeah but, you know, I like to call it the HPV. Yeah. It's, it's fun. I will say, just real quick, at that point, Kelly spoke up and she goes, she doesn't, he doesn't like it when you put STD as the out cue either. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I like, I like, that's you accurate. Don't. I don't. don't. No. SOC. Yeah. yeah, SOC, standard uh, out cue. But it's funny because uh, that first day, she, I guess she was at her desk and she's thinking, okay, I want to I use that shot. What was the name of this? What was the name of this? Oh, okay, here it is. And she types in HIV. <laughs> Two, two plus HIV. Wow. Yeah. And so I had to call her up Just and I'm like, it. Emily, I said, I know what you're getting at here. <laughs> he said, but uh, it's the HPV, not the HIV. I'm like, get your STDs correct. <laughs> Seriously. All these, all these damn impeachment hearings, man. Like, I'll just, like, I'll, I'll wake up in the morning, and then, like, another one's starting, and I'm like, all right, here's my cereal, let's go. And so I just sit down with my coffee, <laughs> my and cereal. I watch, I, like, I, like, I've got the, the, the shift uh, uh, swearing in uh, script memorized, you know, like, after he swears him in, then he's like, please have a seat. Uh, the microphones are sensitive, so please speak directly into them. And, you know, and after your opening statement, then Mr. So-and-so, you will have the floor and be recognized for your opening statement. You know, I mean, it's just like, like I'm seeing too much of this. It's, it's, it's overload. And it's important, though. It's important, but it's, it's just like, it's so much. The only, well, not the only, but one of the positive things is that, you know, the past couple months, we've heard these names involving all this Ukraine stuff and these conversations and this and that, whatever. And so it's kind of nice to, like, be like, oh, this is Sunland. This is Volkner. Like, these are, like, the names that, like, I, you know, had heard 
for months n- had no idea what these people look like, right? Yeah. So uh, and you hear pundits talk about these people yeah. that you don't know, no idea, and you and you hear them say the things that they said or things that were said about them, and to me, it's incredibly important to just like let me hear what he has to say. Yeah. Put them out there, and that's why I'm really appreciative that they're finally. Doing this in public. Doing this in public. Right. And it just like, let me hear the story. And what gets me too is all these conversations, all these hearings, all these days and days of, of back and forth. Why don't they get Giuliani to be one of these witnesses? Like every single day in every one of these conversations involves something that Giuliani has done, said, been instructed to do you know, per the president, whatever, like uh, all these things that Trump has asked him to do and everything involves Giuliani. I want to see fucking Giuliani up there, take the stand and then get reamed by these people. <laughs> like, like, like let, let's stop beating around the bush. Get the source. You know what I'm saying? Like get Giuliani up there. Well, Pelosi just invited Trump, you know, because, you know, Trump is like, while these people are testifying, he's like, harassing them on Twitter. Right, right. And she's like, well, you're welcome to come and testify. Yeah. Like, please do. That would be nice, too. Yeah, come on down. I don't know if Giuliani's been subpoenaed. I don't know. I know a lot of people were subpoenaed and were told... For their depositions. And were told not to speak. Mm -hmm. And some of them didn't. But then you've got these people now that are like, yeah, I was told not to, but I'm coming. Like, you subpoenaed me, I'm coming. Um, I don't know if Giuliani's been subpoenaed or not, but they are going to bury Giuliani. He's going down. He is. He's... He's He's you, dead man walking. Not any of these conversations like you can go five minutes without his name being brought up as yeah. as having some other part in this web. Isn't that unreal? Because you and I were grown mm-hmm. when nine eleven happened. Correct. And we saw Giuliani being a fucking hero. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, and it's just like this is a completely different person. It's what happened to him? No idea. How did he fall so far? From grace, you know, like, I mean, he had like the whole country on his side. Yeah. Yeah. In 2001. Yeah. And same could be said for Bush. Yeah. I mean, I was a huge Bush fan and that, that scene of him with the megaphone. Yeah. Standing yeah. in the rubble. Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember in that instant being so glad that Gord hadn't won. Cause what would that have been like? Yeah. Yeah. Type thing. Yeah. But then he fell from grace. He's actually coming back up. Yes, I would take Bush back <laughs> now, in a heartbeat. Now he's just... Yeah. <laughs> I love that guy. He's just sharing sweets with Michelle Obama. Yeah. I mean, he's he, just like the coolest guy now. He's like, like the whatever. cutest war criminal I've ever seen. Yeah, it's, it's fine. <laughs> it's I, like, I, yeah. I would, I'd take him back. Yeah, yeah you, you know? can come back anytime. Right, but, I, I'll take anything over this. Just yeah, just about anything. It, it, just about anything. Oh, it's just nuts. It's nuts. I still wouldn't take Hillary Clinton. And, uh, you know... <laughs> fine uh you know so much of these impeachment hearings obviously made their way into the latest debate that occurred last night and see i didn't even know there was a a, a debate last night totally until like seven o'clock okay well i think it started it yeah but i didn't know time. that it was coming okay and i wanted to watch it when i learned about it i was like well I'll, I'll, they must be talking about the impeachment oh, so yeah. much yeah but i didn't get to see any of it i didn't yet. see all of it um I, I came in maybe a half hour or so in an hour or so into it so uh, I, I missed some of the good stuff. I had to catch up on that afterwards and whatnot. But um, let me tell you, man. I know I'm probably on a lone island by myself with this upcoming statement. I would take a Booker Yang ticket any day. 
Man, well, I got to tell you, you're not going to see it. No, I know. I know. I know. That's never going to happen. Why is that? What? I don't know, man. Like, Booker, Cory Booker, I, I'm, I've am i always kind of been intrigued by him. Um, I'm, I'm very impressed with his... Uh, his way of thinking, his uh, his direction, like he's he commands the stage when he speaks. Does he? He does. He does. Like I mean, I I'm I'm always I'm always like hearing and understanding uh, everything that he I can relate to what he says on that stage and when he's speaking. Like I just I'm I don't know, man. I'm very intrigued by him. And then on the flip side of that, Yang, who's you know famous for. Going with without the top button and no tie. I guess that's kind of like his thing now. I don't know. Or he did it like the first debate, and then he's just been like that ever since. Isn't, I don't know if is, you know anything about Yang or not. Isn't he, what I know about him? I know he's a businessman. Yeah. I, I, is is it like a, he's a tech guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like he's got like a tech company. Um, yeah. Doesn't he have some kind of thing where he like wants to pay like every, everybody like a thousand dollars, like a thousand dollars a month or something, something like that. It's something like that. Yeah. He's got some kind of out there, you know, extreme yeah. ideas, but I mean, on the flip side, like Bernie, Bernie's kind of got some extreme ideas as well. Like not extreme, but I'm saying like some outrageous kind of idea. Like you can't give everybody free healthcare in college. Like, yes, I, I you mean, can. that's the thing. The, 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 the word free is the problem. Uh-huh. It wouldn't be free corporations that are making billions of dollars in profits and not paying taxes on it would be taxed and that money would go. And think about the amount we've spent. I just saw like we spent $3 trillion mm-hmm. trillion with a T with a T on the war on terror okay. in the past 20 years, right? Half a million people have been killed. Do you know what you can do with $3 trillion? could do a lot with one trillion dollars yeah you know you you could you could provide health care for every one of your citizens and you could erase student debt it's it's not free and And it's not out of the question it's and it's not out of the question right if if rich people were paying their fair share of taxes it would be fair you know you and i pay more in income tax than amazon does yeah it's ridiculous like and that's not a ratio thing you and I pay more taxes than Amazon does. It's nuts. Now, I guess they, they probably pay some taxes, you know, like when it comes to, you know, I don't know. I don't know how all that works, right, the right. minutia of it, but they probably pay like business taxes and things like that, whatever. But they don't pay taxes on their profit. And they made a billion dollars in profit. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that's a lot of money yeah, that's yeah. being left on the table. It's actually being left in Jeff Bezos' pocket. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know. And half of it to and, his wife. And I yeah. get, yeah. <laughs> and I get, I get, I get like the incent, the the incentives to yeah. have businesses prosper, and that would help the economy. What doesn't help the economy is that this guy is sitting on billions of dollars while people are starving, right? Or people are going bankrupt because they got cancer, or they're under, they're under this huge heavy burden of student loan debt. That's not helping the economy. So they're. I don't care if people are rich, but people have to pay their fair share. Yeah. And I, I will go so far as, and I'm not asking this to be a policy, but me as a person, mm-hmm. I don't think anybody needs to be a fucking billionaire. Why does one person need a billion fucking dollars? What are they going to do with that? Like, I, I, I would like to hope that if I had access to $1 billion, yeah. I would keep like 1% of it. Yeah. Like give the rest out, you know, build up infrastructure, build schools, Build hospitals. Use it for something good, like, positive. Because if that, it, it's, it's a national security thing too. 
if your populace is sick, if your infrastructure is failing, if your uh, education standards are low, mm-hmm. then you're damaging national security in the long run. Because if it continues on, you're going to have a broken country with no running water and a bunch of dumb fucks. <laughs> and just a bunch of money in your pocket with nothing to do with it. Well, not well. You know, that's what I mean. Is like if one person has all the wealth, yeah. if just this few, this cadre of people have all the wealth, the country is going to fall to shit. And then, can you imagine China and Russia being like, "Hey, let's just go take that"? Yeah. If we don't, if we don't have infrastructure, if we don't have an educated and populace, as it is, I mean, how many bridges are on that failing level? Yeah. As far as you know, infrastructure around the country. I mean. So yeah. I'd like you to continue what you were saying about Booker and Yang, but when it comes to Bernie, and we can talk about Bernie later, yeah. um, I don't think his claims are outrageous. I think they're painted as outrageous, and they are they are out of the norm of what we're doing, but what we're doing isn't working. So out of the norm is probably what we need. We need to try some new, dog. No, that's, you know, and, and I, I can't agree with you more on that. I mean, you know, that's... Yeah, that's, 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 we definitely need something away from what we're doing now. That's for sure. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, and I, and I said, you know, these ideas are kind of extreme and whatnot, and it's because it's just, it seems like it's something that, you know, the free healthcare and education, it's, it's, it is, it is something that everybody I think would like to have and like to have happen. But I mean, it is a very hard thing to try to actually make as a reality. Well, it's hard to sell when you call it free because you will have conservatives who, who latch don't want on to give that. up. Who, well, they latch on that. Yeah. They latch. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a utopia. It's a fantasy land where all of your medical expenses are free and all your education is free. It's not free. It's paid for. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. Nothing is free. Right. But what's happening is that you have billionaires who are not having to pay taxes so they're taking all the wealth, but they're not putting anything back in while people like me and you and 90% of the country are getting enough to get by and we're getting taxed. So why don't they rework the way that they talk about these things? Oh, wow. And see, <laughs> see, and, and, and yeah, revert no. it in, in a more uh, practical understanding way, such as the way you just laid out. Well, because what we have is, um, because that's all they say on the stage last night. We need to get free healthcare. We need to get free, free, you know, eliminate student debt and, and free education. I'm it's not, like, I'm not going to, def- great, but I'm not going to defend the DNC's ability to sell their message because they can't. Okay. They're rough yeah. at it. They're yeah. bad at it. The Republicans are amazing at spinning and, selling yeah. their bullshit. They're selling bullshit and they're great at it. And Democrats can't sell something that's actually <laughs> that's good practical. for everybody. Right. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Like stop calling it free. It's not free. You're not even proposing See, for it. To Cause be free. I, I, to be honest, I didn't even understand I, this side of the, yeah. I mean, doctors aren't going to work for fucking free, right? But you, what you have to do is you have to look at other governments and see what they do to make it. Yeah. Work. Other Western like governments Canada that they, Canada, yeah. France, like England, like they all have this socialized medicine. Yeah. Um, that's the other thing. People hear that. And of course, it's I don't, flags. I don't, I don't get that. I don't get why you hear socialism and it's bad. Like Republicans are pissed off by that. You yeah. Know? But social security yeah. is socialism. Yeah. That's what it is. 
um, taxes paying for the roads is socialism. You know, what gets me is people talk about, like, when you talk about free school, Mm -hmm. um, free college, well, K through 12 is free. Yeah, public school. Public school. That's a social, that's socialism. That's a social program. And there's nothing wrong, like, people hear social, socialism, and they think, like, like the USSR. Right. You know? No, 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 no. (laughs) We're not not talking about that. We're not talking about that. It's, it's. There can be a combination of things, and that's the thing. Is like, why does it have to be pure co- capitalism? Why does it have to be pure communism? Why does it have to be pure socialism? There are good things inside of all of those. Mm-hmm. There's good things about communism. The problem with communism is that it's run by corrupt people. So people in like, so it's it's not different than capitalism in that you've got people at the top who hold all the wealth. Right. 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 And then the people at the bottom are scrounging. It's just a different name, and it, it, it comes to it at a different method. But the end result is if you've got corrupt people with all the wealth at the top, nothing's going to work, Yeah. regardless of what you call it. Because what we have in America is not really capitalism. We have a corporatocracy where it's the corporations that hold all the wealth, and they, they own the government, and they are the ones that are actually making the rules, and the rules that they make benefit them. That's why... Um, NRA. Yeah, that's yeah. why that's why you have oil spills. That's why you have like this you got the huge oil lobby and you got the gun lobby. Um plastics, you know, that it's the reason why marijuana is so hard to get right. because um Dow Jones like back in the day uh started making plastic and they didn't want hemp to be a thing because hemp is renewable. It's cheap and it can do most of the things that plastics can do mm-hmm. from that material. So you know, that lobby pushed that out of the way. Booker had and plastic good... is made of oil. You Book... need oil to make plastic. And then, you know what I'm saying? It's all very reciprocal. Yeah, yeah so we have a corporatocracy here. And then uh, we also have an oligarchy where it's the kind of same thing, where the rich people make all the rules and right. all the rules benefit them and they don't really give a shit about what happens down here. Yet in all these hearings, of course, you mention that word and then it's just got this evil stigma because they're just talking about the Russian oligarchs that are corrupt and that are running things and, 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 and controlling Ukraine and, and all these, you yeah. know, yeah. have all this control over things. So, you know, you can take parts of capitalism because the good thing, the greatest thing about capitalism is competition. Mm-hmm. And there's like six media companies now. Yeah. Um, you go to the grocery store and 85% of the brands that are all different names mm-hmm. are owned by one company. Yeah. So really we're not using the best part of capitalism, which is the competition between corporations because that competition is supposed to regulate prices. It self-regulates, right? Right. The, the invisible hand of the free market is what they call it. But if you've got three fucking corporations, they can set whatever price they, they set want. Whatever they want. Nothing, yeah. And what are you going to do about it? So um, it's kind of like when you go to Amelie arena and you pay 16 <laughs> fucking dollars for a Bud Light. It's ridiculous. And you know, but there are good things about capitalism. Yeah. There are good things about socialism, like using taxes to build the infrastructure built using taxes that you using taxes to pay for uh, the health of your populace, which strengthens your national security. So there's, that's good things. And communism uh, is like making sure like uh, the good things about communism is that you make sure that everybody's, you know, getting what they need. Like, you know, you don't leave people behind. Mm-hmm. You know, we share what we have. 
you can take those things and put it all together and have a functional government economy and these things. But instead, things get demonized and we get pitted against each other while the rich people laugh. Yeah. I just keep raking in the money. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my political diatribe. Well, no, that's, I mean, hey, look, man. Learn a lot with uh, Political Minute with Seth Sullivan. <laughs> political political <laughs> five minutes with Seth. No, that's good, man. That's good. I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, you've, you've uh, you know, woken me up to a few things. So uh, you, you explain things very well. It's good. So See? Booker is your boy, huh? I got to tell you, I'm, I'm a little bit, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of out of it because I haven't, I watched the first Democratic debate okay. and the second one. Is this the third one? Uh, this is probably like the fourth or is fifth. It? Yeah. Jeez. So the first one was like, it was 10 on one stage, 10 on the other, yeah. you know, and then they, they finally, I think they did that again, the whole two night different people event. And then they had one that was finally, they weeded it down to like 10 and had one together. And then like the one last night, which was like the 10 top leading in the polls or whatever. And then they were all on the same stage. There's too many of them. There's still too many of them. And the thing is, I don't, I, I, I'm, I'm, I gotta be honest, worried about 2020. We got to call the podcast. We got to be honest. (laughs) We got to be honest. I'm going to go ahead and be totally honest. (laughs) I got to be honest. I got to be honest. Did I just say it again? I did. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I got to be honest, man. It's, It's as much as like, you know, everybody's saying, you know, Biden's still the front runner and, I, I just don't feel like he's he's not giving me that strong enough vibe that he's going to go ahead and rally people, enough people to go ahead and beat Trump next year. Yeah, I mean, it's it, from my perception of the political climate now yeah. is Biden is basically a Republican. And by Republican, I mean an actual Republican, not the Republicans we have now. Mm-hmm. So if you have a, 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 if you have like a, like a number scale, Right from left to right, and you got you got zero in the center, and you got negative five on the left, and you got positive five on the right. Mm-hmm. Positive five being extreme right wing, yep, and negative five being extreme leftist. Okay, the right, the Jim Jordan, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Put on a jacket, man. Trump is his own thing. He's not even on the fucking scale. No, he's not. But Pence, yeah. Uh, Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, your main Republicans, they are like at positive seven. Yeah. They are way out there, way out there. The center has moved, okay? So when I look at Joe Biden, he's like an actual Republican, all right? Let's call him a plus one, okay? okay? Where zero is the center. Okay. He is a centrist if the center was where it's supposed to be, he would be at a one or a zero. Okay. Bernie Sanders, he'd probably be like a negative three mm-hmm. on the scale, but given the climate, he's like a negative seven, right? Okay. If you look at the way things are portrayed, right? So that center moves around, but someone like Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, there's to me, they're centrists. Um, when it comes to like Tulsi Gabbard, yeah, 
I would. She got roasted last did night. Did she get roasted? Yeah. I don't get it. She was not. I, she did I, not have a good night. I, I, I wonder about her because I follow her a little bit. Right. And um, recently, Hillary Clinton on some podcasts referred to her as a Russian asset. Yeah. Which I found incredibly disrespectful. Well, oh, I do know I've recently seen that Russian state media speaks favorably of her. Oh, okay. Interesting. So that's not good. Well, Harris I, I, last I, night brought up something about like she spent like eight years during uh, the Obama administration bashing Obama and the administration that Gabbard did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that she bashed it because of its military practices. Because as much as I liked Obama, yeah. Wow, Klaus, you want to just <laughs> move that microphone for me? He's just rearranging the studio over hey, here. Hey, Klaus, I totally lost you, man. Hey, Klaus, I need you to stand up. And go over there. Go over there. You're a good boy. Lie down right here. Lie down here. Lie down here. Good boy. I know you were asleep and you stretched and you were on the microphone. <laughs> Where was I? Uh, Gabbard, yeah. military practices, Obama. As much as I appreciated Obama as a president, uh-huh. what I never supported was his military actions. Okay. Uh, he assassinated American citizens with drones overseas. Uh, the drone attacks went up under him exponentially. Mm-hmm. I didn't care for any of that. Um, Tulsi Gabbard seems to come from a place where I was boots on the ground and I know how it was mishandled. So I would assume that her criticisms of the Obama administration are probably based on his military actions. And her own experiences. Yeah. Right. Which is fine. That's fine. Because I don't disagree with that. Um, She seems to want to disengage militarily from the world. Right. And, you know, I'll listen to what she has to say about that because she was there. And not only was she there, but she's been on the judiciary and she's been on the armed services committees. committees. Like she's like, I think she's a very solid candidate. I don't think she's going to be president at this point, but I think she is, I think she is in service of her country. I think she is doing what she thinks is right. Yeah. Her closing arguments last night, uh, were, were, uh, pretty impactful. And she, she mentioned, you know, obviously she's uh, from Hawaii. And so she kind of brought up the, Aloha spirit, if you will, um, kind of channeled that a little bit and trying to focus on uh, compassion and, and working together. And, and, and you know, um, it was it was I mean, it was, you know, as believable as a closing argument can be. So while I am a Bernie Sanders supporter. Yeah. Um, what is the most important thing for us as a nation mm-hmm. is to elect someone who can bring us back together. Right. Because it's step one. We are like. It is. It is to a point where it is extreme about how far and divisive this country is right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's to a point where it doesn't matter what the opponent is saying. Yeah. For most people. I mean, it's funny. Kimmel last night had a bit um, where they had a man on the street, and she was asking, or whatever, woman on the street, whatever. But she was uh, asking random people that were walking by, I guess the streets of L.A. or, or outside the studio. And they were replacing the word Nixon <laughs> with Trump. Yeah. 
And so she was like, can you believe all these things that President Trump was doing, how he was caught, you know, uh, going through the DNC and stealing these these tapes? And like people were like, oh, yeah, no, no, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. And then like somebody, she was like, uh, you know, do you agree with uh, with the way that President Trump um, on the South Lawn threw up his two hands with the uh, victory signs yesterday? Oh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, he's got freedom of speech. He can do no wrong. Like everything that, that they were saying of all these negative Nixon facts right regarding watergate yeah everything that he did all these you know horrible things that nixon did they were so quick to defend just because he's trump and oh we love trump and we can go ahead and he can do no wrong and there's nothing wrong with that and he's got oh no that's fine he's got you know uh, uh what is it diplomacy or or uh um you know what is that immunity political immunity whatever he can know oh, of course that's, there's nothing wrong with that of course you know and it's just like all these things it, these are taken from Nixon's downfall. It's because facts don't matter. <laughs> it's facts don't matter facts, with these people. It's facts, ridiculous. Facts don't matter. And, and, you know, and it's the same way on the left sometimes too. Like, I don't want to paint a picture where it's like, it's only people who are Republicans who don't pay attention to facts because it happens with the left too. Yeah. And this is also a huge problem in the left um, is that you just swallow whatever they're giving you. And that's why we had Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton was not a leftist. She wasn't a liberal. She was a centrist. She was actually, she's probably like plus three on the scale I talked about before. Hmm. Um, and she is quite entrenched in the establishment. When you talk about the establishment, Hillary Clinton is near the top of it. Yeah. And if you would like change, then you don't want that. Now, um, it's, but it's, it's, it's frightening to, to see people so vehemently hate the other side. It's not actually the other side. We're on the same side. Yeah. And we don't act like that anymore. And that's the thing. We are so d different. I mean, like it is, it is to the point of like a civil war type differences, like where we are like the same country, but yet we are living in two completely different worlds and hating the other people yeah. and not, un and not understanding them because I like, uh, in my mind, I try to I try to go back to um, when Trump was elected, uh -huh. because my first question was like, "How did this happen? How how I think we all asked that? Well, half on of election us, night, half of us did. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that's right. And um, you know, I know people yeah. that are Trump supporters, people that I respect and admire and love, and uh, I, I, but I like I need to understand why, and. Um, a lot of it is, um, it's a lack of facts and sound bites about how he's going to build up the middle class and he's going to coal factories where people, you know, their entire community was built on. That, right, right. You know, and like, oh, he's going to save our jobs and he's going to, you know, he's going to build the economy back up. He's a businessman. And, you know, I, I have arguments against all of those things yeah. and most of them are based in the fact that like he's a horrible businessman and he's a liar like i hear what he's saying but <laughs> right. i can also see that he's lying yeah why can't you see it but some people were so tired of feeling like they weren't represented and they i don't know i mean i it, it to me it comes from a sense of desperation to think that trump will represent you and he will make your life better. Yeah. But it's it, it seems to me like a grab. But And I hope that these people, any people, we should all be paying attention all the time. Yeah. 
we can make these decisions from an educated standpoint. Um, shit, dude, you know, <laughs> people are raising kids, yeah. you know, they're, yeah. they're trying to like make ends meet. It's hard to pay attention to these people and to even have faith that they're going to do anything for you, which is why like fucking 70% of the population doesn't even get involved. Yeah. You know, and it hurts. I, I wish here's what I had this. This is my radical idea. Okay. In a presidential election. Yep. If less than 50% of registered voters vote, if it's less than 50%, then no one was elected. And it's just a lottery. Like you pull a lottery and like, okay, you're the president now. Really? Yeah. It's very Hunger Games. <laughs> it's, it's very, let's see who's going to go ahead and be, uh, where's Katniss? Well, uh, <laughs> well, to me, like if you have, if you have, let's just say this isn't the number, but let's say there's 100 registered voters okay. in America. Yep. And 45% of them vote. So 45 of them vote. 30 of them vote Republican. And then the remaining 15 vote Democrat. So, oh, the Republican won. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's actually only 30% of the vote. So that doesn't win. If you can't win 50% of registered voters, then you don't win. So nobody wins. So now we, to avoid keeping the same person in office right. forever, um, whoever that person would be, uh, just make it a lottery. And then if you don't like how that turns out, if Kyle becomes president, <laughs> and pe- that because, would be amazing. because Kyle won the lottery. <laughs> right, right. Uh, if winning is what you want to call it. Winning. <laughs> Kyle is now the president <laughs> for right. four years. If you don't like how that worked out, then take your ass to the fucking booth. And vote. I hear after a few sessions, yeah, that will that will eventually yeah, wake people up. Yeah, make them all go yeah. in November. To vote. And and I know people who are smarter than me, that are um, more in tune than I am, or more educated in this stuff, that will say voting doesn't matter. They that that's like they. The, I've known people that who are incredibly smart in this arena, and they're like, I don't vote because it doesn't matter. Right. Like, and I I cannot get on board with that. It's because people don't vote. We get what we get. You have, I don't think that a third of registered voters should be making up the minds of everybody. The to make this democracy work, we all have to be involved in it, and that goes beyond voting too. It means being involved in your community. We also need to redo the voting practices and guidelines and eliminate. And at least rework the electoral college. Yeah, and because just like the last election, Trump did not win as far as the popular vote, as far as people going to the booth, right? To vote, he did not get as many votes as Hillary. Yeah. So, in that regard, now I, I know there's still the fifty percent, whatever that you know. I, I I don't know the percentages at the moment, but. He did not get as many votes as his opponent. I think he was about 3 million votes below Hillary Clinton. But due to the the weight of some states over other states and whatnot, Electoral College and yeah. California being worth more than Rhode Island and whatever, I mean, then, that's, then we end up getting what we get. So, yeah. I mean, it's like it seems like... So if you live in one of those predominantly X states, red or blue... 
there are, I can imagine those people that are like, why bother? Why am I going to bother voting? Because I know that my state is going to go one way, yeah. even though I prefer the other way. Right. It's not, I, I'm not going to make a difference. You're right. Yeah. And so I that, that can, way that can de-persuade, if that's even a word. Dissuade. <laughs> Dissuade people from going to the booth. So, you know, there's that. Yeah. Yeah. And when the electoral college was started, it made sense. Yeah. It, it's out of date now. And um, when you can. I like de-persuade better. <laughs> Do you? You can, you can try to make that Whatever. a word if you'd like. All right, good. Um, yeah. And, and the thing is, is like the way it's set up now. If you are a Demo- if you're running in the Democratic Party, you have to win by like five million votes to get the damn college. Yeah. It's just it's it's skewed it Republican. Is. Extremely. It just is. And you know, so you have to turn these states that have been predominantly the yeah. other direction, you know? I mean yeah. it's it's just yeah. a hard thing and to do. And you're not turning Tennessee. You're right. Tennessee will be red. Arkansas will be red. You got Florida that's purple. California will be blue. New York will be blue. Um, you got states like Ohio, Wisconsin. Those are the purple ones. Like those are the ones, and that's where they. That's that's the stuff they talk about. Right. Like who? How do we get these swing states? Yeah. Doesn't really focus on the country. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's it's a broken system. I'm and you know we talked about this before early on, probably in our first conversation, like. Just will out the guillotine, because I've had enough. Yeah, Isn't this, this is about the, where where our first podcast magically just stopped recording. <laughs> yeah, <Remember that? laughs> yeah, the government. We ran out of room like, or know, something. You know, yeah. Um, this. What was I going to say? A lot of people don't understand what impeachment means. Like you hear people talking about impeachment, they don't understand what it means. An impeachment is a trial. Mm-hmm. All right. It doesn't mean being removed from office. Right. That's so, not. Yeah. So we had Andrew Johnson who was impeached. But he wasn't removed from office. He was found not guilty. We had Nixon, who was impeached, but he resigned before it was finished. Yep. Then we had Bill Clinton, who was impeached, also found not guilty. And now we have a possible impeachment coming, because we're not even into an impeachment yet. We're into an impeachment inquiry. Right. Um, This would be the fourth impeachment of Trump. What has never happened, a president found guilty in an impeachment. There is no set way to do the trial. Mm-hmm. It's kind of an open-ended thing. It's kind of like you guys will have to decide, you know, the House of Representatives will decide if they should be impeached. And then if you do, the Senate will be the ones to do the trial. And the you will set the rules for how that works. If found guilty, that means removal from office. I think we need to just be like, actually, it's death. Death. <laughs> it's death. It's death by guillotine in a public square. Yeah. And everybody has to be fucking present. Like every, like every senator, every representative, just every watch governor. Watch it happen. Watch it happen. Because you need to understand that if you use... This is supposed to be a sacred office in yeah. a secular sense. It's supposed to be a sacred place. Like... We were talking the other day about how to address Trump like in news script. And there's a couple of ways you say you can say the president, President Trump. You can say Mr. Trump, you right. know, things like that. 
And uh, someone was making the argument, like, well, you should call him President Trump, and you should, right? And it's like it's a respect for the office. Why do I have to show him respect when he doesn't show respect for the office itself? Exactly. He's completely uh, just, just, he's, shitting he's on made the a walls. mockery of the, of the. He's shitting on the walls. Yeah. Look at France. France is amazing. Yeah. They go out in the streets and they start fucking throwing Molotov cocktails because <laughs> they don't like, you know, they like raise the price of tuition or something. They're like, fuck you. <laughs> Say it like that. Too. We would not be. No, 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 no. <laughs> Baby, let my rag. Right, right. Throw my rag on this. Oh, burn this motherfucker down. <laughs> Do it. Burn it down because it's yours. Yeah, burn it to the That's ground. That's the thing. That's the difference. Is that it's ours. We're the ones you should be making happy. I mean, he's made a mockery of this place right now, and it's just, it's, it's like, can't we just get someone decent in the office? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing. You know, you can take away politics. And beliefs and and policies and just just completely take that out of the equation. Like, let's get someone decent back in office, you know, because just the, the shit that he says on a regular basis. And then even like on Friday when he's live tweeting during these impeachment hearings, talking about how bad this person is, that's that's answering questions in front of the committee at that point in time. And it's like, that is intimidation. That is mob boss mentality at its worst. Why doesn't the White House have HR? Uh, seriously. <laughs> I mean, he like, should be suspended for five days without Seriously. Bad. Like you talk, you were saying like Civil War. We actually had one of those. It's a bad yeah, fucking... I know, back in the 1800s. Yeah it's, a, yeah, it's a bad fucking deal. Yeah. We don't need to get to that point. Yeah. Like, what we need is like a French Revolution. <laughs> like, oh, no, 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 no. Our bridges are falling apart. Uh, uh, I'm bankrupt because I got cancer or I had a heart attack. It cost me thousands of dollars to have a baby uh, and I can barely make ends meet and you're withholding $400 million from the Ukraine so that you can stay in office. No, come out here to the thing. We're going to cut your head off. And then you point, <laughs> you point at all the legislators and you yeah. go, do you see what we did here? Pull your shit together. You're using your office to enrich yourselves and to make your lives better and not ours. That's what I think needs to happen. Get we it, don't man. need we don't need a civil war, we need a revolution. Revolution. The thing We can start with the, changing the beer prices at Emily. We can start there. <laughs> it's step one. Step That's one. step one. Baby steps, man. Yeah. God. Yeah. Everyone needs to get on the same page. Because we're on the same team. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's this is gonna put us in a place where we will be uh absolutely a mess and in shambles and not be able to come together when that time comes where we're going to need to in the future. Yeah. Yeah. If we continue to fight each other, they will continue to stay above the fray and enrich themselves. Yeah. And that's probably the plan. Hey, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu is going to be indicted on charges of bribery, fraud and breach of trust. Don't even get me started on Israel. (laughs) All right. That's anyway, a, <laughs> so, there we go. It's a whole other podcast, man. Let's end that. Uh, so this has been a very political uh, themed episode up to this point. Yeah, let's do something light now. Since we're both executive producers on this podcast, yes. Now look, I've been doing the editing, which I enjoyed. You doing. have, yeah. I've been letting you. Yeah, I mean, y- yeah, you enjoy gone it. Ahead. Yeah, I enjoy fine. it. And I've gone ahead and been the. I mean, that's fine. It's, you've taken over, and then it's I fine. give it to you. And I expect that you're going to listen to it and approve or deny or whatever you put in your input. Yeah. And then you post the motherfucker and you post it backwards. Was, dude, I don't know what the hell happened. I at posted least it like, the same way. At I, least three or four people heard it backwards. Whenever you post it, then you quality check it. Quality I know, check it I afterwards. I don't know. What, I think I was just, I don't know if I did it. 
You I, didn't. You didn't quality check I it. I don't know how that happened. That's one of your executive producer um, responsibilities. That won't happen again. I apologize. You're gonna. You're gonna quality check. When it. you went back to fix it, you didn't insert the. It wasn't there. Segment. There was only one on there. You can just you hit add oh, sponsor. Well, I don't and then, do that and then part. You drag. <laughs> you do it. Drag that up. I do the posting. You do the editing. It's it, it's it works do, out well. Yeah, you, yeah. Until you don't QC it, I and will, I go to listen to it, and it starts in the middle. I'm glad you figured that out. But yeah, I yeah, uh, I will take I will I will make sure that that I don't know how. That's that why we only have ten dollars and twenty five listeners. No, but dude, we're over the ten dollar mark, man. Yeah, ten sixty seven yeah. right now. We're half a tank of gas. I, <laughs> this is working out. This is working out. <laughs> you don't even have to go back to work, Kyle. Yeah, Fine. Just cash out the 10 bucks. Look, so. I may need gas money next week, though. So <laughs> if we go back to zero, you'll be like, oh, damn it, Kyle. Oh, damn it, Kyle. He had to get to work. That's all right. No, I that's fine. It's fine. You're, you get all the money until all the equipment's paid for it. Anyway. <laughs> oh, right, right. So yeah, that's, that's what he did. That's say, all yeah. you. Uh, we, we but I didn't get a dollar amount on that, so I don't know how long I have to, to wait. I'm going to be 75 years old and oh. I finally get a dollar. I'll show you an invoice. Yeah. <laughs> just send it to my account. Yeah, right, right. Let them take care of it. I thought about a segment. Okay. Yeah. It's called Postmortem. Okay, good. Kind of goes with the name. Right, right, right yeah. And I, I was, I, to, I can't take full credit because I was kind of inspired by um, uh, Armchair Expert. Have you listened to that podcast? Uh, the Dak Shepard one? Yeah, uh, not, which one are you talking about? Well, that's what, Dak Shepard's oh, oh, podcast. At the end of his episodes, they have a postmortem to go about yeah. corrections and, and exactly. right yeah. in the show. Yes, And, and that right. kind of came from like listening to all the stuff. I'll hear like me say something wrong or you say something wrong uh-huh. or we'll say We'll make a reference or something, but it's not actually right. It's close, but not right. Okay. You know, it just needs like cleared up or whatever. So like fact checking or fact checking, basically, yeah. like to be like, oh, right, so this is the post mortem. Listening back, these are a couple things we want to point out. Like the da, 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 da. also the microphone you gave me. You see it up there? It's got the uh, it's got the ten millimeter jack. It's not a USB, wasn't it? A USB wasn't that the idea? Wasn't it supposed to be a USB mic um, that you gave me? Yes, I thought. That's the microphone. You didn't give me like an adapter, did you? No. It's just the microphone. It just has a it has a 10 millimeter jack on it. So it doesn't really work for me. It doesn't. I can't plug it into my headphone jack and then it hear me. That's right. Yeah. I guess not. Anyway, uh so what just real fast, um so are you talking about doing a segment like that like at the beginning or something of like to talk about the previous episode or something no. that we would do and attach later on? It would it would go on to the episode to which it references at okay. the end a post morum post being Latin after. for after yes, yes I know I took five years of Latin yeah five um, years of Latin what are you I Catholic oh, I started in eighth grade took being, Latin one in eighth grade being a Catholic no but, just in, in at high what school. school they had Latin in your high school yeah like uh, the middle school I went to had like a like an intro to foreign language thing like sixth or seventh grade and so obviously I took that and then uh, my brother took a couple years of Latin in high school. And so like, I just, I was like, all right, I'm going to take Latin too. And so eighth grade, they offered the first year of whatever said language you wanted to learn. Mm-hmm. You can do Spanish, French, yeah. Latin, whatever. So you knew. So what... I took Latin one in middle school and then uh, two, three, four, five. In really? High yeah. That's impressive. So as soon as people started talking about quid pro quo, you knew exactly what they were talking about. Yeah. I mean, a little bit. I mean, I don't like, you know, speak it on a regular basis, but I, I, I can get by. Yeah, I mean it's a dead language anyway. It's a dead but I mean, language. It's, Why uh, would you, yeah? It's interesting that you went with the dead language. But I mean, I, it also um, it allowed me to go on my Italy trip uh, that I, I went to in high school. Where they don't speak it the, anymore. Right where they all, they also don't speak Latin. Yeah, right, right. But uh, yeah, it's fun. So, huh? Yeah, I took uh, two years of French. Okay. And then a semester in college. Okay. Yeah. That's your foreign language. That's my foreign language experience. Yeah. All right. Yeah, 
I enjoyed it. Good. I won the senior French award my my uh, senior year. Very nice. I got a little plaque. Look at you, man! Like geography B and senior <laughs> French award and all these things. You have you're building robots and different. Yeah, yeah. I built some robots too. Yeah, yeah. you're a very crafty guy. I'm smart. That's it's what crazy. I'm telling you. Yeah. Just listen to what I say about the guillotine. Oh, it's a good nice. idea. All right. <laughs> it's good to know. So postmortem. So we can go ahead and... Uh, so good. I like that. But so I can't do it. The so thing is, the thing is, is I'm sitting here and I'm listening to the stuff, you know, and I'm going through and I'm picking stuff out. And right. I'm like, oh, that probably needs to be addressed. That needs to be addressed. But then I have this microphone with a 10 millimeter jack and I can't do anything about it because uh, I don't have the mixer. Right, right, right. So what we, what we need to do is get you another XLR mic and your own mixer. To have here to do some post. We haven't made enough money yet. No, I know we've only media. got ten dollars. We can't have. So this we can't is have where, two mixers. This is where you come in. We need your support. Oh yeah. So reach out to us and help us with uh, with this ability, so that we can make the show better for you. Yeah. Technically directors, you can reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the whole deal. Shoot us an email at technicallydirectors at gmail dot com, and uh, you know, and then just just you want to throw us a bone every once in a while. Feel free. That'd be great. Title up your sex tape. You know. <laughs> Throw us a bone. Yeah. I was also going to mention like how, how all of a sudden you're just wrapping up, which is also the title of your sex tape. <laughs> just, just wrap wrap it up. Yeah, wrap it up. Wrap, wrap it, it up. up. Yeah, it's it important. You're, you're finishing so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> title of your sex tape. Yeah. It's funny. I will go ahead and uh, I'll come up with one or I'll hear one or something and I'll shoot it to the group chat. Yeah. With our hashtag, which is, uh, what is it? Uh, toys T. Right? Are you going to spell it or are you going to say it? No, I mean, it's title of your sex tape, title but I don't feel like your... title of title oh, T O Y S T. S T, yeah, Toys yeah. T. Hashtag T O Y S T. I did that the first time, and like no Adam was like, What? I don't understand. What, what is this? What, I don't understand the hat. What, yeah. what are you getting at? Like, literally, it was right, like on the, the screen, the text thread, if you will, yeah. right above my hashtag. And yet, it didn't click with anybody. It I had, didn't to, I had to spell it out because you hashtagged it. I mean, we I, didn't. I thought you guys would be able to. You have to say that it out loud. On that. And and that's another thing is like Rod, he can't get the damn fucking term down, so he'll say it's the name of your movie. Like, <laughs> that's not what it's called. That's not how you say it. That's not the he'll, same he'll thing. He'll be like, Rod. "That's what you call your porno." I'm like, "No, no, t- man. no, Rod." Title of your sex tape. Why can't you come up with this, man? So now he just enjoys coming up with random screwing things. that up, yeah. screwing that up, like saying it. Oh, it's the name of your movie. Yeah. That's good. It's fun. It's fun without cues. Yeah. You see out cues sometimes. Uh, ugly Head Again was one of them recently. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's ugly good. Head Again. Tell every sex type. Yeah. I'm sorry. Were you wrapping up? Sign us off. Hey, I mean, I, I, I had just done that, but that's fine. Um, no, we'll do it again. We'll do it again. And you guys send us money so we can get another microphone and another mixer so that, I can add great. things at the end while I'm editing. We've got to upgrade our equipment a little bit, you know, because we had, uh, this is the base model, if you will. So this, when we- uh, It has Chinese symbols on it. Established, it is the Chinese base model, yeah. So uh, maybe we'll get one that was made here in, in America. America. Yeah. Uh, support uh, local businesses. Uh, you know, next week is uh, Small Business Saturday. So oh, that's next, coming up. Oh, next week is Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's coming up. What are you thankful for? So, um, Seth, I'm thankful for, uh, I'd say having a job, but I haven't had one for three days. So, um, you know, so there's that. But, um, you know, just uh, thankful for, uh, you know. Getting together with you every week. Oh, that's nice. And uh, having this podcast uh, start to pick up and uh, and thrive, and uh, I think it's doing well. And I and I hope for a, uh, a prosperous year to come of more fun-filled episodes and time recording this show with you. That was nice. I'm verklempt. Talk that's amongst nice. yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
How about you, man? Are you looking forward to anything next week? Uh, Thanksgiving week is well, time to I, reflect on things. And I'm looking forward to the fatter paycheck. Okay. You know, because of the extra hours and, uh, right. and the holiday hours and stuff. You're welcome. Uh, well, oh. uh, no, that's not because For covering me? No, I'm oh, not covering oh, oh, oh. Well, I guess you're off on Thursday. No, no, I was talking the past two weeks. No, 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 no. Oh. It's, I know I didn't get any overtime. No. It's, it's funny how that math works out. And then, um, so, uh, but no, next week uh, I'm working on Thanksgiving, but on uh, Black Friday I'm off. And okay. Daisy's really excited about making a huge Thanksgiving spread. She's been talking about it for weeks. Nice. And, uh, me so you guys are going to do a Thanksgiving thing next Friday. Yeah. In West Tampa. So Klaus and I are go over to her place Aww. and she's going to have a whole thing and she's already decorated for Christmas and all that. So she's really excited for nice. us to come visit and have, have, have uh, Thanksgiving dinner there. Very so cool. that's cool. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I'm also thankful for you and I'm uh, thankful for, um, I have um, this in the, in the past year, um, I, I landed, uh, in a place I really like, and then I landed in a job that I enjoy for the most part. And, uh, <laughs> but the best part about working there is yeah. having met you and Adam and Shane and Ryan and making actual friends and having friends like that. I'm really thankful for that too. So, uh, I'm thankful for my dog. Yeah. Good. He's in real good shape. He's been really good today. Yeah. He's, he, he's in real good shape and, uh, he's looking good and his, Looking forward to his tenth birthday oh, next year. Class we're gonna, getting old. We're gonna have a big birthday party at the beach. That'll be fun. Yeah, Bo's invited. Oh, nice. If he wants to come, or just the people, people can just come. <laughs> right, too. right. It's at the beach, so it's gonna be pretty fun. That'll be awesome. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, I'm thankful for what am I? What is the date today? Today is uh, the twenty first. Yes. Is, is it the twenty first? It is the twenty first. So I'm uh, twenty two days smoke free. Awesome. Haven't had a cigarette. I am very happy for that. Lots of lozenges. Great news. Hey, you got to do what you got to do to, you know. Those lozenges, man. But eventually you'll cut back on those things, right? Yeah, so I'm at the four milligram right now. Okay. So the next Is that a smaller dose than what you started with? No, that's where I started. Okay. And then um, I've only paid for one batch, though, because I got the first ones free. Right, right. And then uh, my next batch, I'm going to go down to the two milligram. Okay. And then see how that goes and then hopefully get to a point where I don't even have those anymore either. Excellent. So, yeah, Excellent. It's going out. It's going well. I support you. Thanks, buddy. No problem. All right. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. All right. Yeah, same to you guys. Hope you all enjoy your time together with your family and friends and have a Friendsgiving, if you will. Whatever you want to do. I'm going to I'm gonna make my amazing sweet potatoes. I make some fantastic sweet potatoes. And if some of you so good. Uh, celebrate Thanksgiving by invading a country and taking over the indigenous people, I mean, hey, that's your bag. Whatever you want to do. It'll be fun times. All right, we're going to wrap this up. So it's been fun, guys. Happy Thanksgiving to y'all. And uh, we'll be back uh, real soon with another episode of Technically Directors with Kyle and Seth. I'm Seth. Bye. Do you want to turn that again? <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> That's good. I'm Seth. Bye. I'm Seth. Bye. <laughs> awesome. Good times, man. <laughs>